You're listening to Commissioning Conversations, the podcast brought to you by Broadcast Intelligence. Hi, and welcome to Commissioning Conversations. I'm Alice Redman. And I'm Heather Fallon, and we are both reporters and researchers for the Commissioner Index. This week, I've been joined by Laura Krausen from Discovery. And everyone's favourite, Greenlight of the Week, is back. So, hi, Alice. Hello. Shall we kick off with the return of the legendary, much-hyped, apparently favourite bit of the podcast for some people, Greenlight of the Week? Absolutely. So... For me, after six long years, everyone's favourite Rochdale Comprehensive is returning to our screens. I am, of course, talking about Waterloo Road. Like <laughs> I'm your style. So excited. I feel like there is already plenty of hype surrounding this. I know a lot of people that are really excited. And it used to be such a huge show. I didn't really watch EastEnders or Holby City, Hollyoaks. My like binge watch favorite show was Waterloo Road and I watched it religiously I also feel like loads of the storylines really stuck with me I mean they weren't necessarily really complex storylines but there was um what's his name Earl and Maxine the dementia storyline I remember being really affected by them so I'm really excited to see what the new students are going to be like what they're up to what they're going to do in this kind of 2022 version of Waterloo Road I think it's going to be really fun and it's going to act as Hobby City's replacement as one of the two continuing out of London dramas it's produced by Waterwall and Rope Ladder Fiction which is Cameron Roach's new startup the former head of Sky Drama so it'll be cool to see what they bring to the table and I'm just really excited for Waterloo Road (laughs) I can tell by your little, you can't see it, but Hev's got like a giant smile talking about Waterloo Road. (laughs) How about Um, you, Alice? What was yours? So mine is in a very different vein. I am going to go for the Tinder Swindler, which a myriad of reasons. First and foremost, love the title. I think you could probably try and say that like five times fast and have a tongue twister. So yeah, mainly though, the reason why I've chosen it is because the plot and the case sounds so interesting. So it's a true crime documentary commission for Netflix from Raw TV. So obviously Raw TV have done Don't F With Cats, Free Identical Strangers. So yeah, they in a good renowned viral documentary space. But yeah, it's about a con man who poses as a Russian oligarch on uh, Tinder. And so these women, you know, are like, oh, a rich man has fallen in love with me, dreams, and he'll all like fly them out, fly them out to places and things. What a dream. Yeah. And then obviously Swindles, he's not actually, he's not actually got the cash and he's been scamming multiple women out of their money and their savings because I guess it'll be like oh can you I haven't looked too much into it but I imagine it's like the Anna Delvey case where she'll be like oh can you just put that on your credit card and it is just like a Mm. self self self-fulfilling hole of money and fake bank accounts and things so yeah I'm looking forward to that I just love a love a scam (laughs) love a catfish story yeah I think it'd be really interesting and also yeah it's always nice to see like a UK production company winning Netflix business you know there was quite a few announced actually in 
this week, all coming out of Lisa Nishimura in the US, her team, you know, she's got a great slate of documentaries and I think she's a really interesting commissioner. So yeah, really looking forward to the Tinder swindler. (laughs) So Alice, you spoke to Laura Carlson from Discovery this week. Yes, it was super lovely to speak to her. She has such an interesting remit because she commissions UK indies like Raw that we were just talking about, but for the US channels. So she's based in the UK, but she's not commissioning UK content. She's commissioning for the US. But yeah, we get into more into that in our chat. Um, so let's listen. Hi, Laura. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Thank awesome. Yeah. Yeah, pleasure to be here. Thanks for joining us on the podcast today. So a great place I think to start will definitely be to talk about kind of your role at Discovery because you sit both in the UK and the US and kind of how that works in terms of commissioning and what you do. Sure. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy to be here and to share whatever insights I may have. I think just to take a step back, uh, I've been at Discovery for almost 10 years at this point. Uh, I began working across just Discovery Channel in Los Angeles, but over the years, my remit has expanded to um, include Discovery Channel and also Animal Planet and Science Channel. And of course, now content for both the linear channels and for Discovery Plus. Uh, my role now is vice president overseeing content commissioning. Uh, Traditionally, I worked with U.S. companies, uh, but in relocating to London in 2019, my focus became finding great UK producers to work with, Uh, not to produce content for the international networks, but to produce for the domestic U.S. networks. Companies like Raw, uh, Pioneer, Double Act, uh, you know, they do huge numbers of hours for the U.S., So my goal um, is really to encourage UK producers to expand their international horizons and develop the next great global hit. Yeah, I mean, you've got a lot, a lot going on uh, there, like a lot to cover. So it'd be great to kind of pick at each of the channels and maybe in what you're broadly looking for with each of those. Yeah, definitely. So, um, you know, it's it's a really incredibly exciting time for Discovery all around the world. Uh, we obviously debuted Discovery Plus in the last year and have seen phenomenal success with that. It is a really, really exciting time uh, in that, you know, there's this huge groundswell and a true urgent need for incredible global content. So to your specific question, that actually means that the boundaries between the traditional networks that I look after have merged and have kind of cross-pollinated in uh, an incredibly exciting way. So it's no longer just about Discovery Channel, Animal Planet, Science Channel. It's much more about, you know, working out what are the huge hits that could resonate beyond one of the individual brands and have a great impact in the age of our global OTT platform, Discovery Plus, as well as the linear channels. So in practice, then it's obviously about true stories, factual stories, but it's also about surprising things, you know, huge global formats, incredible cross-genre twists, um, extraordinary things that resonate in ways that we really couldn't have even anticipated. Uh, And, you know, when you're so much less beholden to, you know, schedule-based development, that really opens a lot of doors and opportunities. So this maybe isn't the most helpful thing to say, but it really is about bringing me whatever it is that you're really passionate about in the factual space and not feeling boxed in by any one category or 
any one sense of the brand that you might have, because we really are hungry for the biggest, boldest ideas at the moment. So again, like from my perspective, that's like hugely exciting. Mm, So you're kind of broadly covering such a huge scope of factual at the minute then, because you've obviously got animals and science and then discovery itself is huge in terms of subject matters. And totally. And, you know, I guess in terms of like subject areas for formats, it could either be self-contained or art, you know, where it's a big, bold concept and, you know, we're seeing humans really put through the ringer you know, think of Naked and Afraid, but the evolution of that. For docu-series, it's going to be a key group of characters that you follow across multiple episodes, you know, think Gold Rush, but the evolution of that. For talent, you know, first and foremost, it has to be a real talent attachment. Uh, Don't bring names speculatively, really just bring us names that you can deliver. But then of course, just like everyone else right now, we really want incredible names that can motivate passionate followers to show up and watch. So again, it's not just about fishing shows and gold mining shows. And don't get me wrong, those continue to be like great performers for us. But you know, what are those big plays? We just did Naked and Afraid of Love, uh, which turned Naked and Afraid into a dating show. We did Dodgeball Thunderdome with David Dobrik, which took a very Gen Z personality and put him into a big, bold, physical game format. We did Pushing the Line, uh, which was one of my shows, which I brought in just before I left LA, which followed a group of the best highline walkers um, in the world. And they meet up annually and break all sorts of records in, in these amazing locations. And so, you know, we really are open to experimentation. It's, it's not just about bearded men these days. So, you know, if you're passionate about it, again, you know, it's, it's definitely something that we want to hear. And is there um, anything that you're not looking for at the moment? Yeah, that's actually a really good question because, you know, I do not commission for the UK. Mm. So that's Simon Downing and Claire Laycock and their team's areas. So, you know, Simon, Claire, Victoria Noble, Charlotte Reed, if you have a UK centric idea or something that you feel fits their mandate, you should share that with them. And um If you're unsure whether it should go to them or if it should go to me, feel free to share it with both of us. We talk regularly and it does not hurt our feelings if you're having parallel conversations. And actually you should because it's two, you know, it's it's serving two different purposes. But also back to the question of what what I'm not looking for, you know, we're not looking for scripted. So it should be real and factual. And uh, as I'm sure you know, across our group, there are plenty of networks that deal with cooking and paranormal and crime-based content. So those pitches should be directed to my colleagues at those networks. And if you don't know who they are, I'm very happy to reroute you to them and make an intro over email. And again, we're not looking for long lists of names of talent that you can't actually bring to the party, but, you know, to turn it into a positive, it really is about finding those ideas that, you know, you're incredibly passionate about and that have some that you have some kind of privileged way into and that you really believe can work on a global scale and I'm going to ask you my favorite question to ask people who commission for animal animal channel and animal based things is what what animals are you looking for and what animals are you not interested in because normally you get some of the best responses like no not no horses at the minute (laughs) which always makes me chuckle 
Well, I, <laughs> I will say um, we've had great success recently with a show all about competitive pig showing um, called Pig Royalty, which I think is it's it's an incredible show. And it, there are some amazing characters in that one, not the pig characters, but they're amazing too, but amazing human characters and the, you know, the rivalries between these, these kids and, and young adults who show pigs in Texas is just, you know, it's insane. It's cray cray. So, you know, there you go. We're in the, we love pigs. We, uh, we have a lot of dog content, you know, we, we love, we love dogs and cats and stuff, but I think I would say like any interesting subcultures where the people are as interesting as the the animals we'd love to see that um we obviously love sharks so if you have shark stuff you know keep that coming but um i'm trying to think what we what we're what animals we're not looking for at the moment and and i i don't know um we just got a really funny pitch about toygers toygers what are they like little like kind of cat but like wild but also domestic um yeah (laughs) Tigers. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Obviously, Discovery Plus is its own entity, which is you know in line with the channels, but also completely separate. Is there a different target audience for Discovery Plus than you would find on the linear channels? So traditionally at Discovery, we've been male skewing and we targeted a 25 to 54 demographic. But yes, with the advent of Discovery Plus, we're aggressively broadening that demo. Um, and it really is about breadth of appeal and engaging new audiences as they come to the platform. But it's also like hugely exciting because again, we're able to cross pollinate genres and we have viewers that are coming in for shows like 90 Day Fiance that are finding things that they may not have found on the linear channels before. So it's just really serving to make the content more visible to, to yeah, again, a much broader audience and, and hopefully us finding ways to engage them as they continue to show up. And what would kind of make something more suitable for Discovery Plus than say a linear channel? You know, we look at all, you know, we look at everything that's coming in um, together. And then as it kind of gets further into the commissioning process, it gets decided where it's going to premiere. But that's something that's kind of an ever evolving conversation. As part of your role, you work with UK broadcasters on co-productions as well. And I know that Discovery have a few in with Channel 5 at the moment. So it'd be great to kind of know how that came about and how you're looking to work with other UK broadcasters. Definitely. You know, we're always open to working with anyone if they have good factual content. And these days, our door is always open for co-productions and partnerships. And we've had a lot of success in the co-production space. You know, personally, I've done a number of co-productions with companies like Plimsoll, BBC Studios, Wild Blue, Fired Up Films, Blink, Renowned, um, you know, since I've gotten here. Mm. And, um, you know, specifically on Channel 5, tonally, there's just increasing crossover between the sort of primetime factual that they're doing and what we can see resonating, you know, in the U.S. or around the world, I really think Channel 5 is doing a particularly strong job of creating those kind of big, bold, sticky, factual um, shows, whether they're one-offs or limited series or series. And, you know, particularly, I think 
with Discovery Plus, we're always looking um, to fill our inventory with that type of, of thing. So, you know, in, you know, in one particular case with Channel 5, Banerjee shared creative with me and, um, and they ended up doing the deal for U.S. rights, but it's us with um, Channel 5. But I think the key point is where you think you might have some domestic UK funding and you're looking for additional bits of top up, you know, or to give away one handful of rights positions, then, then come to me and let's chat and let's see if that's, you know, both right from a creative perspective. And then if we can make a deal work. Obviously you said there about it being kind of top up money. Is that how you're tending to do co-production tariffs at the moment? Or is it, are you able to do 50, 50 or more or less? What's kind of the budget for that? It totally depends. All of those things, you know, I'd say just top line for budgets, our budgets are competitive. You know, if we're taking all rights, then we absolutely compete with the biggest names in the factual space. And and that just is a full range of budgets. If we're looking on a territory by territory basis, uh, you know, or us rights only, then of course it's a lower budget, but let us know what you need. Um, whether we're the first ones in the conversation or we're later down the road and we'll definitely see if we can make it work. And again, I've seen all, all, you know, all varieties of, of that play out. And so for anyone that is listening with a good, good idea or a good co-pro or just wants to get in touch with you, how do you like to be pitched and how can they get in touch? Well, yeah, I know. I mean, I like to think that I'm not too terrifying. And so um, Indies should just pitch me with passion and just know that I'm very eager to collaborate and to work closely with you to shape uh, the idea into what it needs to be. From my own personal track record, for example, Undercover Billionaire was an idea that I worked incredibly closely um, with a production company to realize, and it was a big hit for us. The Dave Turin Gold Rush spinoff was ultimately you know, me working with Sam Maynard and the raw team to really sculpt that into what it needed to be. And, um, you know, that's been a huge success for us. So really not to like endlessly repeat myself, but it's about bringing the ideas that you're incredibly passionate about and then working together to try to make them work for us. A couple of weeks ago, Firecracker, Jess and Kirsty pitched me an idea that I think you and, and definitely they would never have thought to pitch through to science, but it was a great story and it has great access and they were super passionate about it. And now we're moving forward. So, you know, it just, it, it was one of those that you really wouldn't have looked at on the surface and thought, oh, there's a slam dunk for science. But, um, you know, we're really, we're really able to, to think, you know, is this a great story? And it is. So, you know, if you think it's a good, fresh, big, bold idea or a piece of talent, you know, pitch it to me, you know, an email is definitely the best first way to, to reach out. And again, if I don't reply right away to the email, try again, like it's just a matter of, of getting a lot of emails and just needing to work through them, um, especially in this age of endless Zooms. And, you know, I think the big point that I would stress to, to all of you is ultimately, it really isn't about what you might have imagined traditionally in terms of clear lanes of channel content. You know, again, I oversee creatively three different networks. So that shows that the greatest ideas can really have true factual ambition across multiple different areas, you know, and what we're thinking about is how can we take really big swings to really punch through because, you know, obviously there are so many streaming platforms and linear channels at this point, and there's, you know, too much content and too little time. So how can we come up with the ideas together that can really engage audiences wherever they are and whenever they are and 
you know, that create buzz and um, really be must watch and give our viewers that sort of FOMO of like, you know, if I don't watch this, I'm missing out. That's really what we're going for. Amazing. It sounds like your door and the discovery door is just wide open for some great factual content. Totally open. (laughs) How exciting. And just to round up, I would like to ask you something that we ask some people and sometimes I forget, but um, what are you watching at the moment? What are you What's on your TV that you're loving? So we're watching, my husband and I are watching White Lotus right now. We're a couple episodes in and we're, we're very intrigued. We're, we're definitely eager to find out what happens with the pineapple suite. And then like hands down, my favorite show here in the UK is Faker Fortune. I could not be more obsessed with it. I'm also, I'm like, I think Philip and Fiona are the best presenters ever. Like, I just, I can't get enough Baker fortune. Amazing. So it's great to hear about just how varied the opportunities are at Discovery at the moment. And if you want to find out more, you can go and visit her profile. Yep. All of the things we spoke about will be on Laura's CI profile. Yeah, it's just so, so interesting to hear just like how varied. Basically, if you've got a factual idea that you want on Discovery, just bring it to her. And if you are interested in coming onto the podcast to chat with us or you want any more information about becoming a member of Commissioner Index, we'd always love to speak to you. So drop us a line at info at broadcastintel.com or one of us. We are first name dot last name at broadcastnow.co.uk Alice Redman and Heather Fallon yep and we will be back soon with more but until then goodbye bye thank you for listening we'll be back soon with another podcast but in the meantime be sure to check us out and all the latest commissioning briefs and program green lines at broadcastintel.com bye